Welcome to the Small But Mighty Biz Stories Podcast, where we talk about the inspiration and motivation behind your small business. Here's your host, Karen Wilson. Shanice, thank you for being here today on the podcast. I'm so looking forward to hearing about your business story. Why don't you start by introducing yourself to everyone? Well, Karen, first and foremost, thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for sharing your platform. Um, My name is Shanice M. Wise, and I am a business expansion coach and strategist. And um, I teach business owners how to build beyond six figures. And Mm -hmm. I teach them how to improve their visibility, grow their systems and strategies, as well as improve their profits. And so business owners hire me all around to help them build six and seven figure businesses. I love what I do. I'm gifted to do what I do. And I'm so blessed to be able to help so many women achieve success. Yeah. So is your ideal client uh, women, obviously, who are already in that six-figure range? Um, Well, no, it's more of the woman who, because you'll be so surprised, there's, you know, the the woman who's at 50,000 or 40,000, but they're willing to do whatever it takes to cross mm. the, the threshold. They're doing, they're willing to invest. They're willing to, you know, um, take risks. They're willing to do whatever it takes to build that business that scales beyond six figures. Mm. So you don't necessarily have to be at six figures, but you do have to know that it takes money to make money. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. You do have to know that, um, your business and your gift is bigger than you. And it's not for you. It's connected to other people who are connected to you. And so at the end of the day, if you don't walk in your gifts, if you don't build your business, then the people who are connected to you will not be blessed. And mm. so understanding that as a business owner. Um, but the biggest thing is knowing that your business is meant to change lives. It's meant to mm be on platforms. It's meant to help serve other people. I look at business also as ministry, right? Mm. Because when you look at it as who you are, then it's no longer just a business. Your your business encompasses all of what you do. So my ideal client does not necessarily have to be at six figures, but they Mm -hmm. are focused on getting there. They've uh, removed the excuses and they're willing to invest to get where they need to be at. What are some of the what are some of the excuses you see holding people back? Um, I can't afford it. And mm. if that's it, you know, we have to really be careful, Karen, what we put out in the environment. Okay, it's the law of attraction, but it's also biblical. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And so as soon as I hear someone say I can't afford it, I stop them right in their tracks. And I tell them at the end of the day, what you put out is going to keep showing up in your in your wallet. So as soon as you say that you can't afford it, guess what? You're telling the universe, you're telling God that it's something that you don't want to do. And at the end of the day, as women, our superpower is getting things done. And when we want to do something, what are we going to do, Karen? We're going to make a way to get it done. We're going to, if we want to take a trip, we're going to find money to invest in that trip. If we mm. want new clothes, if we want new hair, whatever we want, we will do whatever it takes. And so that excuse at the end of the day is just an excuse because we will, I remember there was a point in my life where I had to work two jobs in order to get where I wanted to go. And so mm. 
you have to be willing to, and it's, I always tell my clients, short-term sacrifice for long-term gain. What are you willing yeah. to do for a small amount of time to get where you need to go? So going back to the excuse, I can't afford it. I, I don't believe that. It's just a mindset of where they're at in that moment. And as soon as they say that, I know they're not my ideal client because my yeah. ideal client, they will say, okay, let me figure out how to do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that that's something that a lot of us run into, especially when you're starting a business. Cause there, you know, there's all these different things that you can be doing. You see other companies doing it and you kind of, you kind of want to be there, but you don't really know how to get there. And as I was looking through your website, this is a great segue. One of the things that I that really resonated with me was your unstoppable community resource center. I love the flow of that because mm-hmm. you have, you have it all stepped out in, in exactly the way that I think about these things. Um, workflow, messaging, lead gen, strategic selling and scalability. So talk about why that particular flow is so important. Well, first, let me, I got to go back to what you said. You know, most business owners are just trying to figure it out. Yep. That's why everybody needs a business coach. Even me Mm. as a coach, I have a coach. Like everybody needs someone who's doing just a little bit better than them that can see from a different viewpoint to help them grow. And so to me, one of the initial investments that you need to make as a business owner after you got your business set up is getting a business coach to help guide you because you yeah. cannot, I tell my clients, don't look to the left, Karen, don't look to the right, but look straight ahead. Because if you're looking at to the left and the right, you're comparing yourself and you're comparing your strengths, yeah. right? Your weaknesses to other people's strengths. And you got to quit doing that because yeah. what always looks glamorous is not always gold. You don't know the behind the scenes. So to help you go from step to step to step, you need a good business coach to help you navigate. Yeah. And so you're referring to my business expansion steps, you know, the identification, mm-hmm. first really identifying where you're at as a business owner. And so Are you a new business owner? Are you a growing business owner? Are you an expanding business owner? Really understanding those different levels. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then next, looking at, you know, your messaging, because if your messaging is not connecting to your target audience, then you're not winning. You're not closing sales. Your marketing is about getting found. You're not getting found. Right. You're still on the rat race trying to to find your people instead of building a platform where people are coming to you. So your messaging connects, you know, your content connects to your messaging and you want to make sure that it speaks to your target, your target audience. And then the lead generator. How do you grow? How do you grow? Yeah. Right. You got to generate some leads and, and they need to be your ideal audience. So how are you, what are your lead generators? What are you putting out there to show your expertise, to show your visibility in order to get found? Okay. And then you go to, you know, to, to your, um, your, this is your whole project management. A lot of business owners are used to working for someone else. And when yeah. you work for someone else, they're 
you're on their schedule. They're telling you what to do. But when you start working for yourself, that transition can be challenging because you're accountable to you. And so making sure that you have, you know, a project management board in place, workflow management is really, really important because it keeps you accountable to the different projects that you need to complete in order to stay on task. The biggest thing is, how do I manage my time, Shanice? How do I manage my time? Well, making sure that you have some type of accountability piece to keep you on track. And then you're selling. Selling something for $100 is totally different than selling something for $10,000. And so you have to make sure you equip yourself with the right tools to be able to sell different packages at a high level. Mm-hmm. And then all this comes together, you're scaling your company. What does it take to scale? What systems and strategies do you need to put in place? How are you growing your profit? How are you growing your revenue? What's, I mean, there's so many different things when it comes to you know scaling your company. So what you're referring to from my website are my steps to business expansion. Really, yeah. you know, you grow up and down. Right. But you expand you. That's why that's if you think about a tree, a tree grows. But when when the branches start to come on the tree, it expands wide. And that's that's if you think about it, that's really what you want your business to do. That's how you get to a million dollar business. You expand that bad boy. Right. So. Yeah, I love that because it's it's one of those things where um, you think about the tree and it's, you know, I I'm when I moved into my house 14, almost 15 years ago, there, um, we, we didn't have any trees and we got our first, you know, little saplings and they were weak and they didn't survive. Mm. And, but they were this skinny little tree with a couple of little twiggy branches and, and there was no leaves. There was no fullness there. And, and that's where, that's what I love that whole analogy of the tree, because as you grow and expand, there is, there is a fullness there and the impact you have Ooh. is greater too. Yes. And I'm going to go back to what you were saying earlier about, um, about your gifts in your business and how you're sharing those with the world. One of the things I am a marketing consultant. And so I, I work with businesses on a lot of, there's a lot of overlap in, in some of the work that we do. Cause I, I work on messaging and all of these things. Absolutely. And so, so people can't see me, but I'm sitting here just nodding my head and smiling <laughs> and everything you're saying. Cause it's so true. But the, um, the thing that I often find with business owners is that they, they'll, they'll hate marketing and, mm-hmm. and I think that's such a, a tragedy, tragedy, travesty, because there is so much value Absolutely. in letting people know who you are and what you do. Like we are human beings. We are so, um, we're kind of, it's in our DNA to talk about ourselves. And so how do we go into business and then not want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense to and and see like like yourself I have one of my degrees is in marketing. I love marketing. Like that is one of my places of genius. I, I love it. I love, you know, just sharing who I be from different platforms and and different uh, using different strategies. So, yeah. I, when I hear that from my clients, I'm like, how can you not like marketing? Yeah. You know? 
How can you not well, like- and I think a lot of people just, you know, it marketing has changed yeah. so much. And there is this, I mean, we talk about it a lot in, um, in different business groups. I mean, that whole bro marketing hustle culture. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, throw away the word hustle. You know, hustle is just not a great word to use. In my opinion, my three words, Karen, are consistency, accountability, and focus. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you focus, just focus, you're consistent and you're accountable to what it is you say you want to do, then you can build an amazing business. You don't have to hustle because when I think about hustle is no sleep, constantly Mm -hmm. working. Are we, are we running businesses and being entrepreneurs to hustle? We can go back to corporate America to do that. Yeah. Just Stay focused, stay consistent, and stay accountable to what it is that you need to accomplish. That's what you need to do at the end of the day and hire help. Hire someone to help you navigate. You know, as business coaches and as, you know, marketing strategists, we're not trying to teach someone their expertise. That's not what we're trying to do. No. We're trying to help them build a business. You already know your know-how. You need us to help help you navigate and help you take your business to the next level, whether it's marketing or it's just through every aspect of business. And so at the end of the day, just get help, hire help and don't use the, the language I can't afford. You go find the money. Go find it. You will find it in any other way. So go find what you need to do. And you know what? This is something else, Karen, that just kind of ticks me off when people say, oh, you can start a business and you don't need any money. You do need money. And so anybody who told you that, they were lying to you. You need some resources in order to be able to get your graphic and web designer, your social yep. media manager, your marketing strategist like yourself, your business coach, you need resources, right? Yeah. And so that just yeah. ticks me off when people, well, so-and-so said I didn't need money to start a business. Sis, yes, you did. You do need money. You need some type of resources, especially if you want a successful business. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously there's different levels of money that are necessary depending on the business but there is there is definitely a need to to budget and and I mean we're not good in this society at at budgeting um I actually I have a friend who is a financial literacy counselor and she I interviewed her she was one of my very first guests ever and one of the things that she tells her clients is that um or she teaches this idea that your values show up in the way that you bring in money and the way you spend money. And I love that concept because it also applies to priority. And this this speaks to what you're saying about how if it's a priority for you, you will find the money. Absolutely. And so that 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 the question is, is your business a priority? Yeah. You know, are you just running your business to run your business? Or are you running your business to create success, to help someone else along the way. Like what, and I think that's something that everybody needs to step back and think about. Why are you running a business? What is your purpose? What's the mission, the vision? Absolutely. And that, that is something that we don't often, I, you know, I talk with business owners all the time and there is usually a reason 
where they, they just don't want to work for someone else anymore. But the drive is not necessarily there outside of being on their own. And that can have its own stumbling blocks because you don't. It's not enough. Yeah, it's just not enough. It's not to not want to work for someone else. That's not enough. Like for me, Karen, I wake up every morning and I'm so blessed to be able to help business you know, owners, women in business, because I told you this is a season for women, women in business to build and create success. Like I always tell them, when you win, I win. And when we both win, God wins. You cannot like, I, I'm so blessed to be able to use my gifts. I love what I do. Like yeah. it is in great, it's in my heart, it's in my stomach. I wake up looking for someone else to be able to help, you know? Yeah. And so it's just not even about me. It's about me serving. And so you running your business, if it's just because you don't want to work for someone else or if it's about you, then you'll never reach the success that you desire to reach, you know? And this is this is such a, and I just want all women who are listening this is the season of us. This is the season of us. You know, think about it. Okay. So COVID came about Karen and it was negative, a lot of negative things, but also positive because especially in the United States, the government has never poured so much money into small business owners, especially women business owners as they are doing right now. I've yep. never seen it. And I've been in business for a long time. And so it's it's the time for us. And then we're popular. Think about it. Women are popular. We are finally being seen. We yep. hold one of the highest positions, you know, in the United States um, as vice president. Whether you agree with it or not, it's still yep. facts, you know? Yep. And 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 so we are being seen from different lenses. And now people are taking advantage of choices. They now realize I don't have to work a nine to five if I don't want to. I can start a business. I can use my gifts to change people's lives. So it is the season. And so all business owners who are listening, take advantage of growing your business to the highest level possible right now. Do what you need to do to be able to reach the level of success and then go grab someone else and bring them with you. It's just and you of us. Yeah. And you you say this based on uh, years of being in business because you started in 2008. So we're about to head into the financial crisis then. And, and you've you've watched all of this happen over the 14 years now yes. since since you started. So it's it means something when you say this is a season of women. So how do you, what are some of the other things that you're seeing that are different today than other times? Well, we're being more respected. You know, um, women are being more respected. We're being seen, you know, and I'm not saying this to offend anyone, but, you know, the white male has always been the top of the top. And now, you know, we're being seen on the on the on the same platform. Now, are we at the top? No, but we're moving up gracefully. And so people are wanting to sew into uh, female business owners, you know, I mean, we create diversification. We help diversify. We, it's just, it's totally different than when I first started because we were not as valued as we are now. And 
we are more, you know, the, the word out there is woke. As women, we are more woke to what's going on and we're not taking mess. We are not yeah. taking you in corporate paying us less than what we need or what we deserve, or we're walking, you know, yeah. um, we're, we're, we're going to find the resources. We're not going to take it where banks are just going to give us something with high, you know, interest rates because we're classified as women. We're not going to just take mess where back when I first started, we had no choice. Yeah. We had no choice. You know, people were not investing in female business owners. They were not wanting to support. Um, yeah. It just it just wasn't there. But now we are we are there and I don't see it going anywhere. Yeah. I know women who are in the gen, you know, generation, same generation as me or just, you know, young boomers here in Canada who were asked things like, you know, when they started their business, they had to get their husband to co-sign their their business account, even though their husband had no involvement in the business. Absolutely. And they were, you know, uh, one woman just worked for a bank and uh, got a job in a management role in another like sort of town about an hour away. And she was asked in her interview whether her husband would let her drive. Crazy. To her job. Isn't is that, that crazy? crazy? And this is yeah. like 1980 something. I know. I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like we have come a long way. Yeah. And as women, we have to keep demanding yeah. people to respect us. Yeah. You know, we are, we're valued now. And it's just, it's crazy that we have had to get to this place, but we're not yeah. taking no junk. Yeah. And I think, and I want to share another little anecdote that I heard. This was in 2020. I found out that a, a woman, uh, she is of Indian descent in uh, East Indian descent in New York City. And she was, uh, she was losing contracts because she is a woman of color mm -hmm. after all the Black Lives Matter protests and, and, and all of this stuff. And I was just enraged about that because mm -hmm. what what a nonsense position and then I got to thinking about it and I'm like okay well they don't want her because they don't want to perceive be perceived as too woke but I'm like this is pushback mm -hmm. on what you're talking about mm -hmm. it is it is a way to maintain that status quo but it's a sign that things are changing yeah, they're they're changing. You know, if you think about the hierarchy, you know, African American women or women of color are at the bottom of the totem yep. pole. Okay. Yep. And so for us to now be achieving, you know, because we are just as much educated as anyone mm -hmm. else, you know. Um I, I mean in our, we're taught that we have to be educated in order to, you know, be yeah. of status and be valued. But this is our season too. And, and that's what I tell, not only are you a woman, but you are a woman of color. Take advantage of this time because Absolutely. we are now being seen. And unfortunately, we had to get to this place for everyone to be woke, you know, yeah. and we value women like you, Karen, who are our allies, who can mm -hmm. say, you know what? That's BS. That is yeah. BS. You mean that you took a contract away from her and she is a woman of color? That's BS. 
we cannot just fight for ourselves. We need as many allies to jump in and say, you know what? Yes, all lives do matter. And we're not saying all lives don't matter. We're not saying blue lives don't matter. We are saying that black lives matter too. That's all we're saying. We're just throwing the two on the end because there, you know, one of the things every morning I pray, you know, um, I have a black husband, you know, my, my, my kids are black and the prayers that we have to pray, praise God, Karen, that you'll never have to pray those prayers. We yeah. have to pray, you know, to make sure that my husband and my brother is not pulled over by the police. We, ha- My son goes to, you know, um, a predominantly uh, white school. I have to pray that mm-hmm. he's treated fairly. And so... It's just a, it's it is a season of more awareness, you know. Yeah. But it's now I feel more people are able to see things through our lenses, and it's a good place to be in. Um, and we yeah. just we have va- and I, I want people that are listening, allies. We value you because now you can step into our shoes and say, you know what, I'm sorry that it didn't happen. But I'm going to speak up too and say that's BS. That's that is bull, and yeah. things have to change. And the more allies that we get, the more changes we will see being made. And um, and even in business, you know, I, I love you know, before we jumped on. Karen was just telling me how you know she supports black businesses, and I love that, and and we yeah. appreciate it. And so if 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 other people do that as well, that means that we can grow at the same pace. As yeah everyone else. That's what it means. It doesn't mean that we're trying to outgrow. We just want to grow at the same pace, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, one of the things that gets me is that there's enough out there for all of us. Everybody. There, there is zero need for there to be so much inequality and inequity in our world there. We have so much abundance. So much, so much. But see, you and I get that. Everybody doesn't understand that. And so we have to keep creating, you know, we got to keep educating. We have to keep speaking out and, um, and keep sharing. There is enough for everyone to be successful. There's enough resources. There's, I mean, it's just enough. Yeah, absolutely. So Tell me, Shanice, (laughs) what got you started in business? Gosh, where did this start? Okay, so I'm going to take you back. Um, I graduated from The Ohio State University. Go Buckeyes. And um, (laughs) I I went into corporate. I went into pharmaceutical sales. And when I was working, you know, for someone else, I just, I realized it was not the environment for me. My, I have a freedom. There's a freedom to me where I like to move and shake the way that I like to move and shake. So after that, I um, left corporate and I became a Mary Kay consultant and I moved up very quickly. And I became an executive director at like, I was the age of 24. I was driving a pink Cadillac. I had over, I was like, killing it, Karen. I had a, you know, over a hundred consultants at that, at that stage. And I start traveling all over the country, teaching other Mary Kay directors and consultants. And so I spent 14 years in Mary Kay. I was featured in their marketing. I was, I mean, I hit large platforms. I, 
Throughout my career, I earned the use of seven free cars, four of them being pink Cadillacs. And so what I realized in that, I enjoyed running my own business and teaching women how to build businesses, but I didn't own everything. Right. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. the commission, but it wasn't all mine. And then one night I had an encounter with the Lord and, you know, I instantly heard him say, it's time for you to build your own brand. You're doing all this to help women inside of Mary Kay, which is an amazing company. But yeah. now it's time to build you. It's time to show your gifts on a different platform. And so, Karen, I stepped down from being a Mary Kay director. People were mad at me. I gave up. I sent my pink Cadillac back as a pink Cadillac SRX truck. I sent it back to the company. I gave up almost 300 consultants. I mean, it was crazy. The natural person would be like, what is she doing? But I was on a spiritual journey. And so I stepped down and I started to build my brand from literally ground up. And it has been one of the best journeys that I've been on because when I teach, I have a 12 month coaching program for business owners. Yeah. And when I teach them, I'm like, listen, everything that I teach you, I've been there. I've done that throughout my journey as a a business owner. I went through a divorce. I lost my house. You know, I was in a custody battle. I mean, literally everything that you can, I lost a parent. My father passed away to get to the place that I am now. And so my company means so much more to me than anyone could ever imagine because I built this baby from ground up. And so that's how I started my journey. Um, has it been easy? No, but life is not easy. Um, yeah. Have I had to endure weather some storms? Absolutely. But that has what's made me be the person that I am. And so teaching other business owners how to do this is is where I is where I live, is what I love. One of my clients, she came to me. I've been so blessed. You know, I'm not at the seven figure mark yet, but I yeah. coach seven figure business owners. And so one of my clients, she came to me, she was a little bit under a million and she was so unorganized and she was drawn to me because of my spirit. And so she joined my program and she's been with me going on four years. She ended this last year, 2021 at 2.99 million. Oh, so close to three. Oh, that must've felt amazing. But let me tell you, she says, Shanice, you have changed my life. That is what brings me joy. That's when I know that I am operating from the place that I should be. Um, Her life has changed. She's developed personally. When she met me, she wore all black, did not take out time for herself. Now she stops working at four o'clock. She just, she's in Columbus, Ohio. She's looking to buy a house in Miami. Like the, her, her lenses have changed. Her view of the world has changed. The things she does for herself has changed. And now she is building her third brick and mortar and she is just doing phenomenal. And so that just shows me, Karen, that I am doing exactly what I'm supposed to do. And even though I have not reached seven figures yet, she still entrusted me to help her get there. And that's why I know I'm on the right path. Yeah, that's the that's one of the great things about having a business coach, even if, you know, revenue wise, they aren't in the same place as a client 
or ahead of a client. I don't think the revenue is really necessarily the best yardstick because there are so many other things that go into a successful business that, um, and, and you were talking earlier about the consistency and focus, those things make such huge difference. And as, as we were talking about hustle culture, that, that whole, that word just, I think of chaos. Chaos. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it, 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 you know, when you think about consistency and focus, there's a calm there. And there's intention. And why would you want to build your business in a chaotic way rather than a very intentional way? Very intentional. Very intentional. And that's why I throw hustle out the door. I just throw it out the door. Stay focused. Stay accountable to the task. And stay consistent. Yeah. And that was one of the things that struck me as I looked through, you know, what you do on your website, looking through all of that intention is, is behind everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I have a question that goes in a little bit different way. So you're meeting people all the time and watching them grow their businesses. What are some of the things you see businesses doing that make you want to scream? No, don't do that. Oh gosh. Have all these multiple things like these multiple, you know, um, items that they're selling and they Mm -hmm. don't connect to their business. And, you know, I mean, I just told one of my clients, I'm like, you are at, you are like the Jack of all trades, master of none. You are doing Mm -hmm. all these things. Your clients are so confused. They don't understand what you're doing because you're, you're, you're helping business owners over here, but then you're teaching authors. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. And that is what drives me bonkers, but it also attracts me because I know I can help them. Yeah. Um, But that's one of the things that make me cringe when they, it's like five different offers. Well, no wonder you're not selling what you need to sell because your clients are confused. They don't know exactly what it is that you do. You have to tailor in that focus. That's really, you know, what's important. So that, that drives, I think that would be the biggest thing that drives me crazy. Another thing is no financial roadmap. Okay, mm. and you talked about this earlier. The the whole budgeting, you got to have a budget. Yes. What's coming in? What's going out? And then yeah. what's your what's your growth strategy? You don't have a growth strategy. Well, what do you want to achieve? What do you want to do? How are you going to make revenue? You know yeah. they and I don't know what the percentage is from twenty twenty one, but it's a high percentage of business owners that don't last past a year because they don't get the proper help. You know, I can't remember the, I know, I think in 2020, it was at like 70 something percent, you know, there's not, it's very high. It's very, very high because people get in business and they have no idea what to do. They have no idea what to do, you know? And so it's just a different, especially when you come from corporate, Yep. It's a different mentality. Being an entrepreneur is totally different. You can't bring oh, yeah. the same mindset into being an entrepreneur. And then if you want to grow, you got to change your mindset. Every level of business growth and development comes with a different mindset. Yeah. And so another thing that drives me crazy, Karen, is someone who says, oh, I want to build a six-figure business, but their mindset is not there. You yeah. know, they're saying they want it, but the type of work that they're doing and they're willing to invest 
is not there. That drives me crazy because I'm like, listen, your your goals are not reaching or they're not connecting to what it is that you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that drives me crazy is like I shared earlier, um, being afraid to invest or saying that I can't afford. Oh my gosh. That drives me crazy as well. Now being in business for a while, um, when I work with business owners that are more established, something that drives me crazy is they're running great businesses on the outside, but the inside is, I think you used it earlier, chaotic. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just like, whoa, how are you running your business? You know, so, I mean, I could go on and on and on, you know, girl, it's just so many different things. Someone who thinks that they can scale a business by themselves and not get any help. There's no yeah. way. There's no way. Um, you want me to keep going? Cause I could definitely. <laughs> this is a great list. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, as a business coach, I've seen it all and I've been there, done that, you know? And yeah. so I teach from a place of where I've been. Um, and some of the things that I I've had to endure, cannot build a business by yourself. No, no. And I think that that is, that's one of the things I think is so key is that even, even if you're in a place in your business where you're slow growing and you are taking your time and building up the investment that you can make, um, you know, cause a lot of people, they start out working full time, then they go to part time and they've got their business on the side the whole time because they they have to replace their income and so <laughs> if you are doing that slow growth approach you cannot do it all Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and and even if that's a matter of okay then i cannot do this thing or i must find a way to outsource this thing you you have to decide one or the other absolutely Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I tell my clients? I just want you to focus on your strengths, your weaknesses, let's outsource, automate or hire. Right. Because if you take the time to perfect your weaknesses, then you're you'll be doing that forever. Focus on your strengths and hire outsource and automate in your weakness. You know, until you can hire an employee, get some subcontractors to help you. Yeah, I want every business owner to value their time more because every minute that you're spending doing something you can outsource to somebody for lower than what you pay yourself Mm -hmm. for the work you do is a minute you can't earn that money. Absolutely. 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 And that's key. That's key. You don't have to do everything. And you cannot afford not to hire someone, right? Yeah. And so sometimes you just got to step out on faith and then go do the work. Hire, yeah. go do the work and you'll be surprised. You know, there's a saying that I use that God will shift the universe in your favor. If you step out on faith, he will, and it's the, you know, going towards the right direction, he'll shift the universe. I, I've, I can give you so many stories of times where I have just jumped because I knew that it's going to help take me to the next level. And he has opened doors for me, Karen, that I never could imagine, you know? So for me, you got to be willing to take that step. Absolutely. Absolutely. This has been great. This has been wonderful. Thank you for it. 
I I love 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 these conversations. Yeah. What is what is going on for you and your business? What are you up What's to in twenty twenty two? You know, this is our year to reach a million. This is, you know, Weiss Armstrong and Associates year to reach a million. And I'm going to say it for this reason, because I am on a path to help change women's lives. I am focused on it. So the million represents the more lives I will be able to impact with my gifting. Okay. Um, I am blessed. I love my life, you know? And so the million is just going to take my company to a place of visibility that it needs to be able to impact so many more people. Um, my 12 month coaching program is fire. People are leaving my program doing phenomenal. One of my clients just, uh, she just purchased a hotel. I mean, (gasps) yes, yes. African-American in fine, her, her industry is in finance. She is doing her thing. And so a lot of people think, oh, 12 months, that's how long you need to really work on your business. And so when yeah. someone comes into my 12 month program, I tell them we're going to work on this thing, 360 degrees. Now you have given me access to help you shift in every area possible. And I'm a strategist. So I'm going to give you the strategies you need to help you um, grow. And so that's my thing, my 12 month program uh, to really build, continue to build that program, to continue to help business owners um, to be a change agent. Um, I just uh, uh, wrote my second book, Activating Your Gifts, 15 Steps to Identifying Your Gifts um, in Order to Become an Entrepreneur. And and so uh, aspiring entrepreneurs is not my place that I serve. So the book is there. The book is there to help prepare them for my coaching program. Um, So yeah, Activating Your Gifts, you know, 15 steps to identifying your gifts to prepare for entrepreneurship. My We're second- definitely going to have to link to that because yeah, that I'll sounds like a link. great book. Yeah, it is because it is, it's a workbook. I am a teacher. I, you know, I'm an educator. Yep. So every step in there is me teaching and then you have to do the work because yeah. we'll read and we'll just skim through something and go on to the next thing. But this makes you stop and it makes you do the work. So I'll get the link oh, to I you. Um, I have a course that goes with it. And so both help prepare you because I found that that's an area that is neglected. It's an area where those aspiring business owners are trying to figure it out. And this helps you figure it out. And it helps you really use your gift to make you use, you know, to help you use the right choice, figure out the right choice. And so oh. the book and the course is is definitely uh, phenomenal. So I'll get you the link. So that's what's next for me, you know, um, continuing to grow my 12 month program. We are totally focused. Um, I'm looking to hire my second employee probably in the next 90 days and, um, got just some great things going on, Karen. And I'm, I'm totally blessed. I give all praise to God and, um, I just want to keep impacting women and showing women that they can do this. You can do this. That's awesome. So what, tell me what, uh, employees, what are the roles that you, you already have one. So what are the roles that they're filling? 
So the uh, my executive assistant, so she is she's my assistant. Um, she oh my gosh, she is helping take the load off of me. Yeah. Um, the next one, and I and I actually have two. I have a, a marketing strategist, and okay. so the next place of uh, of hiring is a sales representative because I have Fantastic. courses, but they're not my main thing. So I'm gonna hire yeah. a sales rep to sell my courses while I'm focused on my 12 month program because the courses are there for um, my um, potential you know, clients who are just not ready for my 12-month program. Yeah. My 12-month program is all I have. I am That is my flagship. That is my main focus. And yeah. so I don't really talk about my courses a lot. So I'm getting ready to hire someone you know, to sell the courses, earn commission, do all that good stuff. That's fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. And I see an operations manage, manager probably... Um, Mm, probably closer to the end of the six months. Um, but right now, hiring a, a sales rep is going to be very, very important for me because my executive assistant, she does great and she's able to take a load off. And then my marketing strategist, she's amazing as well. So company is That's growing awesome. by leaps and bounds. Yep. That's such exciting news. Well, I definitely want to share the the book Because I think that that is, you know, we don't celebrate the gifts we have enough. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. And I can't remember if it was before the podcast or or now, but like (laughs) we've had a great conversation. Um, But the, but that whole idea of how certain entrepreneurs just hate marketing and like, what a terrible thing to not want to share who you are and what you bring to the world and how you can make a difference in other people's lives. Cause that's, there's huge impact that we can make. Cause you know, it's a whole idea of you, you may not be able to change the world, but you can change the world for one person. And that is the, that is exactly what we do. And I think women are really good at that. Very much so. And, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King has a a quote and I think he got it from somewhere else, but it goes like this. um, As long as I can help someone else along the way, then my living will not be in vain. And that's Mm. just, that's the place that I stand from. I love that. I love that so much. Well, Shanice, I thank you so much for giving me so much of your time today and sharing all this greatness. How can people find you? Well, I'm so happy you asked, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me. Actually, I my my name. It I I've branded it where you if you Google my name, I am everywhere. So my Facebook page is Shanice M Wise. Um, Instagram. I, I love Instagram. Definitely go check out my Instagram page, Shanice M. Wise. Yep. My website is Shanice M. Wise. Um, yep. LinkedIn, Shanice M. Wise, YouTube. So you can find me on all different platforms. And, yep. you know, if you are a business owner that's really looking to build beyond six figures, whether whatever that looks like, go to my website, go to my Instagram page. Let's schedule a chat so I can yep. help you do just that. Yeah. Well, I will make sure that we've got links to all your places in the in the podcast notes. Thank you so, so much for joining me I today. Appreciate I appreciate you. it. I love great relationships. So now listen, we have we're building this relationship. We gotta stay in touch, Karen. Right. Absolutely. But we gotta be on purpose about it. 
Absolutely. I agree. Thanks so much, Shanice. Thank you, Karen. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Small But Mighty Biz Stories. Want to hear more stories? Visit smallbutmightypod.com and be sure to tell us about your fave small biz so we can share their story too. 